It is September 14th, and this is your daily financial news. If you like this stuff, do me a favor, like, subscribe, comment, interact with us. The One Rental at a Time family is a wonderful place to be. It's all about doing the work, being positive, helping people, understanding what's going on in the financial, economic, and housing world. So thank you for being a part of my Tuesday. Look at that. I knew what day it was. Tuesday, September 14th. First and foremost, I want to give a special shout out to Tom Nash, another amazing YouTube content creator. I just did a live stream kind of giving you my full thoughts on what Tom said, but I think it's important to reiterate here on the daily financial news. The CPI report yesterday was amazing, was perfect, was powerful for several reasons. First and foremost, it put an end to the debate about a Fed pivot. Yes, there will be folks like Elon Musk and Kathy Wood who want the Fed to cut 25 basis points. Yes, folks, Elon Musk said that this morning. I don't know. I guess people are not buying Teslas or something. But again, what yesterday did is they basically said, the Fed, you've got a clear path to raise rates. In fact, you have seen just in the last 24 hours, the expectations for the terminal rate. What does that mean? Terminal rate is the high end go from basically 4% to 4.5%. People are getting religion. If you've watched my channel and you've watched my various experts, I have two experts that I've added to the channel because it's an area I'm not versed in. Dan Bird comes on Sunday, does great technical analysis. He is a trader. He is a stock trader. He is looking at momentum and charts and all of these things. You have Taylor, a 10-year veteran of Wall Street on Mondays. And if you go back and watch the videos from this week, last week, and any report before inflation, you have seen me as a macroeconomist struggle with those two gentlemen. This last week, I basically told them both, fine, headlines going down. Yes, our president of the United States has flooded the market with gas. Yes, gas prices are down. Congratulations. Pat him on the back. And then I got up and waved my arms. Look over here, folks. Core is the real problem. Core is going to be sticky. It's going to hurt longer. Now, finally, people are understanding. Headline inflation is down. But what would it have been without a million barrels of gasoline? Tom Nash is right. Also, hopefully going forward, we will stop having talking heads talk about headlines. It's a manipulated number. But core inflation, specifically wages and rent, which you have heard me talk about for months, is the real problem. And as Tom said yesterday, hopefully everybody talks about it going forward. That would make me feel better. I would stop being caught in this kind of tug and pull of like, am I, am I thinking correctly or, or what is going on? So again, shout out to Tom. I thought he did a great job. Again, I just said this. I had to put this on the board. Elon Musk was asked, what should the Fed do? He did not say raise 50. He did not say 75 or 100. Elon Musk this morning on Twitter said the Fed should cut by 25 basis points. I ask you again, is Elon Musk getting daily updates about Tesla orders and not seeing what he likes? 
I don't know, folks. You got to remember the economy is made up of stuff or goods and services. We have bought a lot of goods. How many people were stimulus ballers buying Teslas last year? Now we're heading into a recession. We're seeing negative wealth effect. We are seeing the Federal Reserve come after the top 10%. You have heard me on this channel beg, push, prod for Jerome Powell to hurt the top 10%. And yes, I am in the top 10%. I want him to hurt the top 10%. We need to help the other 90%. And I'm not sure. Maybe it's actually working. We shall see. Next up, uh, there was an economist that I follow. Let's see if I wrote it down. I don't think I did. I did not. I need to do that. I was reading an economic paper this morning. And it was pontificating. It was forecasting. What would it take to get to 3% inflation? Not two, three. This is important, folks. This is why I keep kind of harping on core because core is sticky. The cost of 3% inflation is two years, two, not one, not one and a half, two years of unemployment above 6%. Pain is coming. Negative wealth effect. The top 10%. Why, what is the top 10%? The top 10%, generally speaking, are asset owners. We are going to get hurt. It has to happen. I don't know what else to say. Oh, let's talk about the two-year note. The two-year note just went to 3.79. Do you know the two-year note? This is wild. The two-year note one year ago was point. Two one. What is that? 0.21 to 3.79? Is that like a... Wow, is that... I don't know, you can't even do that math in my head. What is that? Five... 1,800% increase? Somebody do the math for me. Leave the comments below. 0.21 a year ago. Today, 3.79. It feels like an like a 1,700% increase. That's wild. Twilio, uh, I think it was yesterday, rent the runway, whacking 27% or 26% of employees. Twilio is coming out saying we are whacking 11%. I think Peloton did it before. Let's remember what this means. Unemployment is going up. But an interesting thing will happen. Some companies, like I think it was Robinhood, it might have been Robin Hood who whacked a bunch of people, stock went down, and then stock went up the next day because, again, you're trying to get to cash flow positive. You can't keep running in the red. So watch these numbers. You're going to see a lot of unprofitable tech companies, things that Kathy Wood buys, whack headcount. And in a weird way, it might actually raise the stock price. Kind of funny. Mortgage demand. Mortgage demand is down, down, down. The 30-year interest rate, as I guessed yesterday, tied cycle peak. I'm going to ask uh, Matt, the mortgage guy today, has it gone higher? But the average mortgage rate at the end of yesterday was 6.28. Why is that important? That was the cycle high 
in June. Why is that important? I am now convinced there is a hard line for the housing market. As of this winter, 6% breaks the housing market. We saw July, August, kind of a loosening of the housing market, right? We saw rates go down to five. They were sub five for a second. We are now over six, and I believe going to seven. We are in a nuclear winter. It is going to be a frozen tundra. Not a lot is going to happen. It will be very interesting to see where the economy is in March. It is, and for me at this point, it's all about where's the economy in March? Where's unemployment? Where's the 30-year rate? Where's GDP? What is going on with the war in Ukraine? Is it still going? At this point, 50% crash in housing transactions in the winter looks very likely year on year. Prices, not going to do much, I don't think. Yes, Vegas. Yes, Phoenix. Yes, Boise. <coughs> Nationally speaking, it's going to be kind of boring because we've got to get to winter. Right now, supply is falling like I thought, right? A month ago, two months ago, I'm like, dude, I think supply is going to fall. That's going to be it's going to be crazy. Nobody expects it. It's falling week on week on week, the more and more people I talk about. So again, the housing market is about to be very frozen. For you and me as investors, do the work. I fully anticipate between November and New Year's that I do a deal because I am working every day just like you. Core inflation, again, I'm very happy that I stood my ground with Dan and um, Taylor this week because, again, they wanted to talk headline. I wanted to talk core. I'm glad I stuck to my I stuck to my guns and gave them a lower headline. It was noise. Gas was down 10% and headline inflation went down 2.2%. What happens to that if gas is zero? That number is over nine and quite possibly over 10. But again, core is what we have to watch for the next year. And again, people are asking me, how can we have wage increase when we're talking about job cuts, right? We just talked about 11% cut. Here, folks, we still have, at least as of the last print, 3.7% unemployment. We have unions doing more and more. Look at the rail strike asking for 14%. Yes, we can have, I want you to hear me, we can have unemployment rise and wages rise at the same time. It can absolutely happen. Skill set mix, geography mix, supply, demand. Of, of talent and labor, absolutely. We can have both occur at the same time. Carvana, I saw an interesting article on Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha, and this was actually highlighted by Danielle DiMartino Booth, another wonderful economist, uh, somebody who was in the Fed's universe. Again, if you don't know who Danielle DiMartino Booth is, do yourself a favor Look her up on YouTube. She is brilliant, in my opinion. Uh, but she's talking about, hey, is Carvana one of these stocks that may end up going bankrupt? Used cars, used car prices are coming down, very expensive model. Do they get bought? What happens? Don't know. But there will be companies that are swimming naked. They are zombies. And as the cost of capital rises, they will not be able to raise them. And they will poof. They will cease to exist. It is pain is coming. 
I actually wrote this down yesterday. Sign of the apocalypse. Folks, I just checked my phone. We've got 184 amazing people watching right now live with me, but we have only created 28 angel wings. Folks, the thumbs up button on my channel is special because we create angel wings. Angels get their wings every time somebody hits the thumbs up. So again, at this moment, we have 33 uh, sets of angel wings given. So again, hit the thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. Let's have some fun. Back to the sign of the apocalypse. This may just be me, but Ferrari, Ferrari just revealed a four-door sports car. Ferrari just released a four-door sports car. Are you kidding me? This has to be a sign of the apocalypse. Of course, I jest, but really, a Ferrari four-door? I don't think so. What else do I want to talk about? Got lots of lots and lots of stuff. I guess we'll close with PPI. PPI, kind of a uh, sister or brother to CPI, which came out yesterday. Uh, PPI uh, final was 8.7. I believe it came in uh, one-tenth. Uh, although X-Food, X-Energy went up uh, 0.4%. It is now 6.2. Gasoline, much like CPI. Pulled headline down, um, which again, it won't pull it down forever. We're going to have to fill up that strategic reserve at some point. It's not endless supply. Uh, So it will be interesting to see what's going on. And then lastly, there are lots of people now suddenly out of nowhere calling for a 100 basis point move next, uh, next week on the 21st. I believe a 100 basis point move would shock Wall Street. I want the Fed to shock Wall Street. I believe Jerome Powell has no backbone to do it. So I believe they will do 75, and they may talk about doing 75 in the next one. But again, I want to put it out there right now. Jerome Powell, please do 100 basis points. All right, folks, have a wonderful day. We've got some fun at eight o'clock. We've got the three amigos this morning, which I hope you will enjoy. I know I do. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Like, subscribe, comment. Remember, oh, look at that. We've got 65 sets of angel wings now, folks. Let's Let's get this up to two, three, 400 by the end of the day. Take care. Bye bye.